2: Danny Meringue. I found two empty bottles of a particularly decent Chateau de War Bordeaux 57 in your rubbish. Dusty Hera. You went through my garbage? This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. I find it
1: particularly offensive that you use them to wash down an order from something called Macho Taco.
2: And Portland's sports leader, 1080. I would never drink a Bordeaux with a Macho Taco. The fan. It was a Burrito machissimo. Hour number three, Danny and Dusty with you. We got uh, your 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 sports valentines. The person in sports or team that you've never admitted that you actually pull for and you like your sports crush. Today's the day. Let it be known. We have some coming in. We got those coming up this hour. But uh, we start hour number three with the topic du jour in the pregame availability with the uh, Chauncey Billups last night. Postgame game was all about Matisse Thibault, yes, and Damian Lillard, and beating the Lakers. Which all three of those things will take people's minds off of the trade with the Golden State Warriors. We, but
0: we barely talked about Damian Lillard scoring forty in the post game. We, yeah, that that's a routine. Weird. It feels
2: it's normal now. Um, but what was the rebuke from from Rip City after what we've seen from the Golden State Warriors? Be um, very active. In saying that the Blazers didn't disclose the injury to Gary Payton II, though, Bob Myers also acknowledged they knew he was out for 35 games, but they said, since he started the night before against us, we thought he was fine. Well, what was the Blazers' response?
0: (laughs) So, Chauncey Bills was asked about it pregame, and essentially he reiterated what he had talked about at length this season. Uh, I believe it was Sunday, it was either late Saturday or Sunday, that I put together a a thread. Uh, Sean Hyken followed up with an even more detailed version of it on Sunday on uh, his website, Rosegardenreport.com, of the timeline Mm -hmm. of Gary Payton II's injury and and the public comments made by, specifically, Chauncey Billups, Yeah, which was, originally, uh, they'd hoped he'd be ready early in the season. And then it was... We don't know when he's gonna be re- reevaluated. They gave that statement of, hey, he'll be reevaluated, and yeah. then he was never publicly reevaluated. Um, but John C. Billups said, Hey, no, he's he's not ready. He's not ready. He's not ready. Mm-hmm. He's not ready. He's not ready until mid November, where he said, I am not going to force a guy to play. Yeah. I am never going to do that. We are going to get where Gary feels he is comfortable. Before he gets back on the floor, and what I reported, both here and, and on uh, on the podcast, and I was told, was essentially in October that Thanksgiving was the target date, and when we got beyond Thanksgiving, more questions started getting asked, and the Blazers did not say, "No, Gary's going to be back out there." Chauncey Billups reiterated again, it is about when Gary is ready. And then we started getting reports of that he was medically cleared. And if you go back to that time period, over and over and over again, his teammates, and we kind of heard around the outside of, we're, we're with Gary. We're gonna, like When he's ready, we'll welcome him back with open arms. Over and over and over again. So Chauncey drives that home. And one thing I, I want to mention here is, it's not just the Blazers medical staff that's working with him. The surgical team that did Dame surgery, did Nasir surgery, did Gary surgery, also mm-hmm. had somebody here working with him. Yeah. So you have a specialist who understands this, who works in the office with the team of the surgeon, who is looked at as like, he's like the Tommy John doctor of core repairs. Yeah. He. This is what he does. So when that staff is saying that he's good to go, and- The Blazers medical staff says he's good to go, and Chauncey Billups is saying we're not going to push him out there. We're going to allow him to mentally be ready to go. That does not sound like an organization that is forcing a guy to go.
2: Well, uh, the Blazers have, and this was as of like mid-January, the Blazers were top 10, and they're probably even higher now, of games missed due to injury in the NBA. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, as of January 12th, they were they'd missed 117 games. Now that's a whole month ago, uh, due to injury, um, and that would be seventh in the NBA. Gary Payton, the second, missed the most games of any player. This he missed is 35 same, games, and this is the same team that we went over this yesterday. Has you know they put a pin in Nurk, put a pin in Dame, told Dame you're not coming back from your calf injury, and 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 even though he said I want to go and I want to play. That's where I, I just don't understand where why there isn't a firm rebuke of what Golden State is trying to put out there. Because they are continuing to put stuff out there, even though yesterday Bob Myers, the GM of the Golden State Warriors, said nothing. He said, we knew he missed 35 games due to injury. No. That We knew that. That was made that, yes, that was very clear to us he started and played the night before and he looked great. So what is their problem? I they, He he admitted that he started the night before against, and he said against us because he played against the Warriors and started against the Warriors. And, and he goes, and he played great. Well, okay, but you're mm. going to fail him on the physical. There, there's
0: so much going on here. And, and the things that I, I, the conclusion that I've come to um, would seem outlandish if You didn't understand what we've seen so far. The original reporting from the Athletic was targeted, uh, aggressive language that was specifically inflammatory. So things like "forced to play," Mm -hmm. "shot up full of toradol," like those—they were, they were—it was a PR onslaught by the Golden State Warriors, and now they are one step removed because they used. Anthony Slater to carry the water, and he was more than willing to do it. And he was on a podcast this morning with the on the Athletic, uh, with him and Sam Amick. And this is this little snippet to me just paints a picture that is just staggeringly mind
2: blowing. They wanted somebody they knew could plug and play into the system, so they went, you know, flashback hunting basically, and and got Gary Payton a second. Um, And part of that, part of Joe Lake of relinquishing Wiseman and and the dream of James Wiseman, we can even call it, was, okay, fine, Gary Payton's going to be on the floor Saturday night against the Lakers and let's go, you know, chase down the four seed or something like that.
0: Getting Gary Payton the second is going to take a team that hasn't won anything on the road. At all is missing Steph Curry for weeks, and now the addition of Gary Payton II, a guy who they played through a torn groin in the playoffs, rushed back from a dislocated elbow, is going to take them to the fourth seed.
2: Well, I mean, in their defense, that's only a game and a half. It's a game and a half. But
0: Gary Payton II is going to take them to the fourth seed.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: A but, guy that missed 35 games is going to take yeah. you to the fourth seed.
2: Yes. Yes. That's, yeah. I guess I can kind of understand that it's only a game and a half between ninth and fourth, though. I mean, that's that, that, that right there is, it's wild to think about. But the reasoning of the known is better than the unknown with that roster, I guess I could see it. But at the same time, it's really important what you said. He's missed 35 games. I mean, 38, actually. Yes. And I, I keep going back to, but, but why why are they doing this to Portland?
0: And you caught a, a little glimpse of it in there. The idea, the dream of James Wiseman. In that there same podcast, Slater talks about how Joe Lake, of the owner of the Warriors, over and over and over, unwilling to give up on James Wiseman, how good he is. He still believes he's going to be good. He, Slater, does his best to put two hands on each bucket and carry that water up the hill for the Warriors in what has become this PR onslaught from the Warriors that will not stop. The only the only thing I can even point to is an owner throwing a fit because okay. he had to give up on his baby in the number 2 overall pick who is years away from being ready. And he had to basically get back nothing for him because they're so far in the tax that getting rid of him saved them $80 million over the next year and a half. And they had to pay five second round picks to get back a guy they they thought was theirs.
2: Okay. Um, what do we have any more information on Larry? Because apparently Golden State's trying to drag Larry Nance Jr. into this too. Yes. Have we heard anything more on that? Because, like, here, here's the thing, is that, like, the Warriors are just throwing s out there.
0: Oh, the goalposts have moved so far, you can't see them anymore.
2: And so, what is going on, what, what's going on with that? So, there's been no
0: public response or anybody on the record on this, but what I have been told is, well, let's look at it this way. David Griffin hasn't said, uh, or the Pelicans haven't had any recourse against the Portland Trailblazers yet, over a year later. So, the thing to remember here is on the C.J. McCollum Larry Nance deal, physicals were waived. You know why? Because the Pelicans knew exactly what was going on with Larry Nance. For those that are unaware, Larry Nance Jr. ended up having surgery last year after the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. The Pelicans wanted him back for the playoffs. They knew. Okay. So, this whole idea of like, well, oh, maybe they said they, they gave damaged goods to the Pelicans, right? No. David Griffin knew. And I have been told, and he hadn't like
2: Larry Nance hadn't played for a month. No, and and
0: very much the same thing. Okay, I have been told that David Griffin and the Pelicans have zero animus towards the Trailblazers. Zero.
2: Well, I mean, we will uh, like the one thing that we're going to find out, and there is solace in this, is that Blazer fans are going to find out who's going to be on the right and wrong side of this when it's all said and done. It's because going to be we, a while because if the blazers do feel like they did everything correctly and right, they should push the league to do an investigation on it. And then they can come out and they can throw it all back in the warrior's face. That's what I wish happen. that they, but I wish that they were being more forceful right now. Like that, you, that's you, the you thing why is they I come out and just say, no, they knew everything. We told them everything. They can't, why and this is why. That, that's the dumbest thing no. in the world is that is the why and it's going to be the lawyers part about it is right that,
0: not just that the warriors are what one of the biggest brands in basketball yeah they're the big swinging <clears throat> in the room and the guys that are going to carry water for them they're not going to carry it for portland well call them on their bs and do what
2: call them on their bs i, it's,
0: <laughs> I mean it, it's not how this this world works yeah unfortunately the yeah. Blazers have to let everything, and this is this is the thing. Um, I had somebody tell me this last night. And I thought it was very poignant, um, and actually it wasn't somebody from the Blazers. Uh, how often do we see the guy get brought up on charges, but when the charges are dropped, you never see yeah. the story about that. The yeah. damage has already been done. So if the Blazers are going to do anything here, it's if an investigation is done and they're found to be there. There's no issues. Yeah. Then they can. Then I would imagine the Blazers would look to push that. Hmm. But I'll tell you this right now: um, Anthony Slater and Sham Sturani of the of the uh, of the Athletic, uh, they have zero shame. I they, they, they mean, Slater is the same guy that was part of the article that 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 had the targeted language, and they continue to do it. And I I, I encourage everybody to call them out for it, genuinely, yeah. because it's it is this is the level. like everybody knows the game that's played. It is what it is. The horse trading that gets done and news breaking—it's bad now. It's just it, that's just the way it is. Unfortunately, there are very few journalists on a national writing level that don't have some sins in their back. This is egregiously nasty stuff.
2: That's yeah, a weird beef to have, and you're gonna try to ruin the credibility. Of, of a medical staff, well, yeah, not a lot of people. The medical staff in Portland, the medical staff, well, the guy who does the core injuries have cleared him. you're going at Joe Cronin, the front office of the mm-hmm. Portland Trailblazers as well, Chauncey billups. I mean, you're you're affecting a lot more than just and it's still stupid to me why this is even a story be like it I don't even understand why this is even a thing. The like more rocks Lake, you look like under if it's Joe Leca uh, like being upset that he had to get rid of J- uh James Wiseman
0: but also to pay to get his guy back in Gary Payton II who they thought they had who took more money and not even that much more to come to Portland okay. But they, they they just could not pay any more
2: All right so that is the reason why He's
0: When you start looking up under all the rocks, yeah. that's the conclusion you almost have to come to. Because nothing just, else makes sense. It,
2: it, that's why it just doesn't make sense to do this. It, 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 it's truly bizarre. It's it, bizarre. It genuinely is. Huh. Alright, well, uh we'll see kind of how this plays out. But that's the, the latest tale. I, I mean, it seems like it could be resolved fairly quickly. Um
0: I don't think it will be. The league's going to do a, due diligence on this because... Because the Warriors and and Joe Lacob specifically have been having long conversations with the
2: league. They but isn't it pretty easy to you know sift through this? You'd think, but I mean, they're going to they're, they're, they're they're disclose take this, and they can be like, "Yeah, here we gave you everything. Here's what we gave you." It's going
0: to be a he said he said in that in that regard.
2: Yeah, it's
0: not like the phone calls are are recorded.
2: Well, I thought they had, there was a database that they have to access with all the information. Oh, no, the, like the medical record stuff? Yeah.
0: I, I have been told that every bit of the medical records for Gary Payton II was included.
2: Well, then that would be very easy to... to but to what was dis,
0: what was discussed on the phone call, which is uh-huh. infinitely harder to prove or disprove.
2: Yeah. Well, hey, trust your medical staff to look at that stuff then, huh? Yeah. Man. All right. Well, uh, that's wild. That And this is... This is going to be bad blood. Hey, uh, new new rivalry, Blazers-Warriors. Let's go.
0: Oh, yeah. By the way, the be uh, the last game of the regular season features the Warriors in Portland.
2: Yeah, yeah, April 9th. April 9th. I'm right going to
0: go out on a limb and, exp- and say that uh, I don't think those guys are going to be welcome in the building.
2: Uh, yeah, but, well, then again, all this could just blow over and everybody will f- kind of forget.
0: I don't think that's going to be the case.
2: All right. <laughs> then I look forward to it. Uh, 503. that is the new fan text line uh we've got some of your thoughts on this and um also we got to get to your sports valentine's let's go the secret crush that you have in sports that you you're willing to admit right now danny and dusty on the fan
0: t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours
1: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Danny and Dusty on the Fair. I think about you. My love. Darling, I don't live Did you screw you. up Valentine's Day? In well, July. call in number five at 503 864 6326. That's 503 864 6326. Is going to win a pair of tickets to Disturbed and Breaking Benjamin coming to the RVN Style Resorts Amphitheater on July 15th. We got your chance, and it's right here. We'll have it all week long to win a pair of tickets. Call number five right now, 503-864-6326. Is going to get a pair of tickets to Disturbed and Breaking Benjamin July 15th at the RV In Style Resorts Amphitheater, uh, courtesy of Live Nation. You can visit 1080thefan.com for complete details. Uh, So if you screwed up Valentine's Day, you can be like, hey, you want to go to a metal show in July?
0: I will tell you this.
2: It's the day after my anniversary. This
0: is um, obviously in my wheelhouse. I've yeah. seen both these bands live uh, at least three times each. Uh, they've been part of different shows. I saw Disturbed right before COVID was the last okay. time I saw him uh, Before the world shut down, David Draymond, who's the lead singer of Disturbed, is worth every last penny. It, okay. it is a show you will not believe. Vocally, talent. Like, I don't care what music you're into or not. If you like live music, you will be blown away by how good he is. Live. Well,
2: there you go. There you go. All right. 503 864 6326 is also the new text line number. Hey, oh. Um, and tattooed on Dusty's hand. We've got sports crushes right now that we're going to have. Uh, your Valentine's, send out your sports Valentine's to somebody that. You don't, the world doesn't know you love yet. Like we had a text earlier that says my sports crush, I'm a duck fan, but Jordan Poyer is my favorite hey. football player in the NFL. Like, see, that's what we're talking about. Mm. The the secret crush where you're not supposed to, it's like Romeo and Juliet, right? The
0: forbidden fruit. It's
2: forbidden love that you are in with a, a, a athlete or team. Mm. It can be a team. It can be a team. Um, we have another text that says, uh, my sports crush is Taylor Swift. Granted, nothing to do with sports, but she's on those commercials all the time. Just saying. P1 John. P1 John must love her, him some Taylor Swift. Hey,
0: man. Listen, uh, I, I don't get it with the Swifties, but mm. good on you.
2: Yeah. Mm-mm, me neither. No, not my cup of tea, but nope. hey, I, it's, it is for a lot of folks. Yeah, it, clearly. Yeah. Apparently she swears on her new album. <gasps> dun dun dun. What? All right. Um, Which is crazy because she's like 17. She's not. No, she'll always be 17. She man. just looks like a kid. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll, I'll, I'm all, I'll get this bad boy going. No. Go. I got one because um, I've got, actually, I got a few here. Mm. I got a few because I've always, from afar, probably my favorite basketball player in the NBA.
0: If you were going to go down the same road I'm going to go down to, I'm going to throw something at you.
2: Is Jason Tatum of okay. the Boston Celtics? Really? Yeah.
0: I the guy with the worst tattoo in the NBA? Yeah.
2: Okay. I love uh, I have a terrible tattoo as well, so this works for me. <laughs> I love watching Jason Tatum play basketball. I think I I I I don't know why I love watching Jason Tatum. I he's Fantastic, and I've always admired him from afar. I don't think I've ever said that I even like Jason Tatum's game before. I love Jason Tatum.
0: I understand how good he is. I can. I. You know, I am it? the complete opposite of you. No. I there's I not a it. there's not a guy more talented than the league who I enjoy watching less.
2: Yeah, yeah, super weird. And uh, that guy for me is Zion. I don't get it. He's not changing the game of basketball. That makes sense. He's I'm, not changing the game of basketball. I'm ex-
0: I'm going to go with the guy that he that everybody compares him to. Okay, Shaquille O'Neal.
2: Who? Zion? Yeah. They're, they're, he's a... He's a cool, in between... Oh, that, that's a person that you love? Yes. Your sports crush? Yep. Is a guy who hasn't played in a decade? I, But, he, <laughs> but, but a Laker. A Laker. Through and through. And yeah. here's the other
0: thing. I loved him when he was Laker.
2: Oh, that's dirty, Danny. I know. It crushed me. That's not good. The... I don't like
0: that. The lob, and then Shaq doing the chicken head. Yeah down the court, it still crushes me to this day. Yeah. To this day. And the other one, the active one today.
2: Okay. John ja Morant. John ja Morant. Okay. I can see that. Uh Joss game's great. I, I I love watching him in college. You better watch out. Don't cross him.
0: I I know. Free to free to see how Hollows feel. Yeah. Um I I don't I try to bring myself to do it in the NFL. I can't. Like those, those allegiances, even though I'm not nearly as invested in the NFL as I used to be, yeah. they are so ingrained in me. Like I just, I can't.
2: My, my, my NFL one is I've been feeling like this for a couple of years now. I feel like I've been cheating on Tom Brady. Mm. Yeah. Uh, with this texture, this texture also has the exact same one. 503-864-6326. My wife thinks Joe Burrow is hot. After having him on my fantasy team this year, I think I'm smitten too. Joe, I I See, love that's, everything that's, about Joe Burrow's yeah. game. Like I, he is he is now that Brady is gone, he is hands down my he's my favorite player in the NFL. And actually, this year, I found myself just anytime Joe Burrow was on, I would just stop what I'm doing. I'm watching Joe Burrow.
0: See, for me, the, Joe
2: Burrow's that dude. For me,
0: I don't have really any secret crushes because the players that I love. I often talk about loving them. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I don't, I, I can't, I can't withhold my love, Dusty. Yeah, I have too much
2: love to give. Okay, uh, Her- Herbert. This text says, "I'm a beeve and I hate the ducks." All caps, so you know he means it or she. But GD, it's really hard not to like Herbert. Yeah, yeah, that's that's got to be a tough one yeah, for the no, fans. I mean, too.
0: I, I'm clearly not a duck guy, and I, I, I think. Herbert's got to be one of the more likable guys in the NFL.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I would. There's, he doesn't really have anything against, no, like, any knocks really against, other him. than the
0: fact that he's a social media quarterback. Huh. <laughs> the okay. dumbest thing of this year.
2: Um, we got people saying, Danny, I was a Lakers fan when I was little, specifically for Shaq. I came to my senses around age nine, though. Mm-hmm. So you got that.
0: You got yeah. That no, buzzword. like I, you know? I, when I was a kid, I enjoyed watching, like I could watch Shaq. Every single game, yeah. There was just something about a guy that dominant. that I, I just could not. But the Laker hate in me was so strong. It was it, the push pull going on in those games for you know a hormone infused sixteen year old. There was a lot, man. It's, tough. it's the my, my 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 emotions were everywhere.
2: Diehard Seahawks fan and hater of the 49ers, but I absolutely love Nick Bosa and Fred Warner Bosa's yeah. second-best edge rusher in the league, and Fred Werner is everything Wagner was and glorious to watch it at linebacker. That's got to be hard, though, for Seahawks fans because the San Francisco 49ers are like the Legion of Boom just, like, reincarnated on your rival. Who's his
0: number one pass rusher if the defensive player of the year is the second-best edge rusher?
2: Oh, he's. <laughs> Hassan Reddick? Is I, he going to go with uh, TJ Watt? Uh... Okay.
0: I just That was a thing that made my eyebrows stand up. That yeah. that was more confusing to me than the Seahawks guy saying, I got love for these yeah. two guys because they're truly great.
2: How about this one? Uh, Christian McCaffrey, complete package. Mm. Yeah. Might be your Forbidden Love. If yeah. You're a Cal fan or a Seahawks fan. Do you have one, Rust, over there?
0: From my from my youth, well, while I was always a Trailblazers fan, I had a I had a little soft spot for James Worthy. I had the L.A. Law poster in my room.
2: Oh, wow! A, yeah, I was a James Worthy kid. Now he's the studio analyst for the Lakers, who absolutely
0: thrashes on them regularly.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty funny.
0: <laughs> you know what's was interesting about these is, so I have yet to hear one that's like, oh, because what ends up happening here is. All of us. It's it's the greatness that we're drawn to. Yeah. The true, like, but there's not one. It's, it's like admiration. It's not one, like, for me as a Cardinals fan. I'm not looking at, like, Kyle Schwarber when he was with the Cubs and, been like, yeah. really liked him. He but was good. Should. He was good. Was he truly transcendent and great? No. But, like, no. that's the thing is, like, all of these guys are, are transcendent type players.
2: Well, I think that's what it takes for you to cross those lines, though. The, of... I, I'm
0: waiting to find the guy that, that, that lowers that line, though. Yeah. You know.
2: Well, apparently it might be uh uh mine of Jason Tatum who uh, the, uh, one of the reasons why I love him is because it it oddly reminds me of and I know that they're two d- way different players, but he reminds me of Brandon Roy in the aspect that he makes the difficult look so easy. Yeah. He, everything he does is so smooth. Like when he, when he does something like when even when he does like a euro step through the lane you're like Oh, like that wasn't jerky at all. Like mm-hmm. everything he does is so smooth when he has the ball in his hand. That reminds me of Brandon Roy a lot and kind of takes me back to Conflating watching. Conflating one of my favorite
0: things. players of all time to watch with somebody who I don't enjoy watching. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. I appreciate
2: that. You're welcome. That's, you're welcome.
0: That's an amalgamation of just pure hell.
2: There. Thanks. Well, I got it. Cool. But do you see it a little bit? Do you uh, see Do you see what I'm talking about uh, a little I, bit I in that do, regard?
0: I do to an extent. The smoothness I, I, think I think it's a different of kind of smoothness. Yeah, in Absolutely. Of but I do get what you're going for. We don't
2: have guys that do that, like play no. that that style anymore. Like that kind of float, like they're Sh- like a Cadillac. Shaden does that. Sh- yeah, he does. Hey, Let wait. Hey, let's talk about the Blazers. They they wrap up uh, their home stand tonight. Let's get uh, let's go Blazers chatter. Here's Rust. He's got Sports Center.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one.
2: This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. I've got a fire, my baby I need you. Hot blood, huh? This one is this? What this is? Nope. No, what is this? No, this is a bad case of loving you. Bad case of loving you. <laughs> Dr. Doctor.
0: I forget so many intros or how songs start. <laughs>
2: right? Yeah. Like this, everybody. Like, come Happy this. I Valentine's Day. You know, these are the Valentine's Day tracks. This is uh, Jeff Rust's mix that he's going to be playing tonight. I don't think this is on the playlist for the Warriors and the Blazers. No. No. Uh, I think, Blazers uh, have the Wizards tonight, though. They
0: do. They have the, the Wizards tonight
2: a terrible name. Is it it really is, especially when you had the bullets and the logo and every like it was so good. I actually had this I, this thought the other night when they were on the TV. I, I don't even remember who they were playing. Um but they were on TV and it may have been the hmm, I don't even want to guess. Uh well, it's the Blazers. They were playing the Blazers. They were playing the Blazers the other night. And I thought to myself, if they just went by like the Washington Basketball Club, that would be better. Like if we took away like we have the now the Commanders, but they were the mm-hmm. Washington Football Team. Like the Wizards are the team that we really need to take that that name away. Yeah, that is a dumb name. It sucks. And it they don't even have to rebrand anything because they have no Wizard logo. Like there's nothing to be attached to. No. They ha- it's the Washington uh Monument. With a star inside of a basketball. That's their logo. They should just be Washington Basketball Club. And I would like it the better w- than the Wizards. The WBC? It, that is an upgrade from Wizards. And I,
0: I know the whole of the, the connotation of bullets, blah, 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 blah. But you know what else is a great name? The Colt 45s.
2: Yeah, it was a good name. Oh, and the
0: logo was incredible. Yeah, it was, it was I got so, a Joe
2: Morgan Colt 45s jersey.
0: Everybody's so worried about this. Like, yeah. It's an inanimate object.
2: Yeah. But the Wizards hasn't grown on me.
0: No, it, it sucks. What, 20, 25, 30 years later?
2: Yeah. It's not good. The Bullets looked good. But also, the Bullets in, in D.C. at the time, that was a really bad look.
0: Yeah, because of the crime, blah, blah,
2: blah. Yeah, they weren't doing so hot. They weren't doing so hot, but uh, I get it. They're coming to town tonight. They are, uh, and I was just looking at the injury report just to see if uh, right.
0: everybody's going to go. Will Barton is not with the team because he was being bought out.
2: Oh man, bring so. the thrill back to Portland. He's out there. That's <laughs> what they need more backcourt. Listen, wait, what? <laughs> Can he play center? In a uh, no, he, he, I mean, all right,
0: good try. You know, in a world where if you wanted to have some fun bring will back.
2: Are, what are we are we going to see are we going to see Jeremy Grant tonight because this no, he's out. Okay, this is a bad thing because Christoph Porzingis is going to play? You no, know, no nobody else is out. Daniel Gafford will play. Uh-huh. Kyle Kuzma is going to play. Uh-huh. So 6'9, seven 7'3. Seven, Blazers are going to lose this game, aren't I they? Don't, I don't think so. Wizards are bad.
0: They're bad team. They don't make any sense. Like I, I've seen some people say yeah, they don't well,
2: make any sense, but they got tall guys. They do. That's a problem for Portland right now. But
0: Portland went through there and kind of dump trucked them on that road trip. Don't you remember?
2: I did. Well, yeah, that was the game I was watching. Yeah, it's. Uh, Wait, was the, that a game? Was that game close?
0: No, not no? really. All right. Well, I, the Wizards just don't make any sense in on paper
2: or in practice. They yeah. they've got plenty of players that, that are good. They do. Monte Morris, Bradley Beal, Kyle Kuzma, Kristaps Porzingis, Daniel Gafford. That's their starting five. With mm-hmm. DeLon Wright coming off the bench, mm-hmm. uh, the Vija was it? Uh, Denny Avdia, uh, Avdia, yep. the Israeli Jordan. defensive stopper. Yeah, no. Remember they remember when they yes. when he was coming out of the draft? They were like the Israeli Jordan. I love.
0: <laughs> so uh, what was really great about last night is uh, Rui Hachimura was playing for the Lakers. And, yeah. Um, there's there's two Japanese players in the league right now. Uh, Rui and uh, Yuta Watanabe with the uh, Brooklyn Nets. And so you have these journalists from these countries who, you know, each these countries have like one or two guys in the league. And when they first get into the NBA, they think that their guy is this like the greatest player that's ever existed because to them, that's their exposure to the league. And I'll, I'll never forget this. It's like my first ever real exposure to the NBA, international NBA, and how things are looked at. And I was talking to uh, an Australian radio station about Patty Mills and the idea of Patty Mills. Like when he got drafted, he's not going to start.
2: No, I had that same conversation with an Australian in Melbourne.
0: Yeah. And it, it's this, like this whole idea. And we were talking about it with, um, uh, God, who was it that we had, uh, last year? I'm totally blanking on it. Oh, when they're talking Joe about Ingles? yes, Joe Ingalls. But when they're talking about getting, uh, Ben Simmons, Mm-hmm. And but we started talking about this whole idea of how you get through this and not having these like understanding like where these guys sit yeah in everything. And last night the uh, Japanese reporter was like, "What do you what do you think of Rui? Da, 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 da. Kind of like where does he sit in all this?" And and it was it was funny because she started talking about the idea of um, all the fans from Gonzaga coming down and yeah. being supportive of that and with. Obvious is the very same way. Like if you see him when the wizards go anywhere, there is a strong contingent. Oh, absolutely! Of, like you will see Israeli flags and like they like we got a little little bit of that. Not really with Patty here and the Australians, yeah, but with Rudy and Sergio in the in the Spanish, absolutely. the Spanish armadas, the flags up, and it's I I love the international part of that game. Yeah, it's just it's super cool. But yes, the the long derail there for the Israeli Jordan.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I just I worry about this game tonight for the Blazers.
0: Oh, of course, it's the last game before they're, the All Star break. Yeah,
2: they're good. They're at all, home. All bets are
0: off. Yeah. Man. Look, I was talking to the guys last night. Um, you know, guys are guys are making plans.
2: Oh well, Damon and Ann are going to be in the three point contest. Yeah, so they'll they're they going to Utah.
0: Shaden Sharp is no longer going to
2: Utah. Gosh, good for him. Uh,
0: but a lot of guys are going home. Uh, all over the country, they're going to go. You know, go see their. A lot, a lot of the young guys are going home to go see their
2: families. No, that'll be good. And
0: I go and recharge, but you have to take care of business here.
2: Yeah. And then don't kind of out. All right, uh, we'll send you off with a little bit of good news before we give you on over to primetime. This is Danny Dusty on The Fan. Whips and chains excitement. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Wait a minute! Aren't these supposed to be love songs today? Yeah, you
0: you did like uh, didn't you mention whips and chains earlier? Your
2: Break your mama's back. <laughs> Well, hey, uh, Russ. If this is if this is how you get down, uh, I'm not gonna kink shame. We're, hey, this is we the are playlist for the night. Let's cleared. go, buddy. A friendly Woo-hoo. show, Dusty. Let's get that whip. We're gonna whip it good. Whip it good. Whip it into shape. All right. I like this. Uh, I like where we're headed tonight. Go for it. Move ahead. All right. I'm in. Let's go. Wait, not with not like a group yeah, thing. Yeah. Like uh, like
0: uh, hopefully at our at our own respective do my... domiciles.
2: That's right. That's yes. right. That's right. But, (laughs) wait, that got awkward. Yeah, it did. Real quick. Yeah, we're not supposed to talk about this on the air. Mm, um Yeah, this was for the group chat. (laughs) Okay. I'm not gonna take that bait. I'm not gonna do it. I did research today. Oh, I did research on uh, Aaron Rodgers. He's going into his darkness retreat. That's right. You did. What did you find? Did the Pat McAfee show? Mm. I actually I read an article in the Wall Street Journal, Mm. which is uh, found my way around the paywall for this one. oh. Yep. I did that. Not, Not that hard. So I was in my in my reading of this article. I didn't know that. Apparently, it is like a. You have to be a high level of meditation to to get to this point, mm. or you'll go insane. Oh yeah, no, it, it's yeah, not good. Yeah, it's a. Like, it's like an advanced meditation tool mm-hmm. to to go there, and like it's only recommended for people that are very far down the the chain of of meditation, which mm-hmm. shockingly, Aaron Rodgers is. <laughs> We're all surprised. Um, and essentially what you get in these these places is a bed, a yoga mat, toilet, maybe a bathtub. Okay? And Hopefully
0: they're different from the
2: toilet. They give you lights on for a little bit. They give you a little bit of light in there. You go in. You familiarize yourself with the area. Like they kind of lead you around and they say, all right, now you this is the area you're going to have to find your way around. And then, boom, lights out. You're in darkness mm. for... Anywhere from twenty four hours to five to six days is like the max that, that you'll go in this thing, which is wild.
0: That's to a me. massive sensory deprivation.
2: Yeah. And they like they'll bring and deliver you your food. Sometimes they'll like blindfold it. Some places have like I don't know, weird, creepy trapdoors or whatever. Um but these places sound very weird and sketchy. Um I was not surprised one bit. Then you found out it was located where? Um, well, the, the one of the more prominent ones in the United States is in Ashland, Oregon. Ah, which is, what school is there? Uh, Southern Oregon University. Where did you go That's, to school? Uh, Southern Oregon University, ah. yeah. It's where the hippies go. <laughs> um, and $1,300 for this, the, to go to this place. What a racket. Okay. They take you out, but this place will let you out at night because you're out in the woods and it's just pitch black and dark, and it can be very scary. And they don't want to lose. I can't tell you how many people I've like retrieved from those woods that have been tripping on shrooms and mm. been like, I I don't know where I'm at. Right, Were we'll they, they coming from the you. Darkness Retreat? We'll come and get you. So you yeah, got paid to be deprived of things. Thirteen hundred bucks. Sounds like having kids. But mm. they give you food. <laughs> yeah, right. They give you food and like uh, apparently the, they swear by it. One guy said that uh, if you're if you're really overwhelmed, you'll sleep up to 20 hours a day.
0: <laughs> God, I can't remember the last time I slept, like, more than, like, 10, 11 hours.
2: My question with that one was, how, how do you know if you don't have a watch? <laughs> like, you don't know how long you're awake they, in there. They,
0: they checking in on you? What are you doing? Got the, you,
2: you don't know. Got the night vision camera. So that's what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. And they have them all over the world, but... Uh, the one the Wall Street Journal was talking about was in Ashland, so
0: And this is gonna lead him to sign with the Raiders.
2: The Southern Oregon Raiders?
0: Hey
2: <laughs> He's going to Ashland, baby. Mm. Yeah, I want. I wonder what this is gonna what this is gonna lead to. Yeah. What he sees in his visions. I hope he's like It's my duty to save the Bears. <laughs> I've
0: tortured them for long enough.
2: And yeah, Bears fans are like, no, we don't want you, man. <laughs> we we hate you. Do you think they take him? Hell yeah, they take <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> All right, up next we got got uh, primetime with uh, Nemec and Souk today. Rop's still out. We'll be back mm. tomorrow from noon to 3. Have a great Tuesday, see you Wednesday. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy birthday, Oregon. might They're not high rock hards. Whips and chains excite me.